Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Neon Talk. Neon, well, I'm your host Paige Hardy, <laughs> and I'm going to restart that. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Neon Talk, a podcast about innovation, motivation, and inspiration. I'm your host, Paige Hardy, and this is Vibe episode number 14, guys. Um, 13? 13. I'm sorry. It's 13, not 14. My bad. So if you noticed, or if you didn't notice, uh, you know, today in the internet world, um, we had some technical difficulties. Um, so I'm not really expecting uh, too big of a turnout here on our live stream, but uh, definitely still appreciate everybody who comes on and watches our in our live on Instagram and also even goes and checks out the audio anywhere else that it's posted. So you guys are very much appreciated. So to begin, let's talk about some neon news. So if you didn't realize today's post of uh, for neon talk wasn't actually just the regular uh, flyer. It's our monthly flyers. So I'm starting to do the monthly flyers a little bit more, give people a little bit more time to look into who we're interviewing, get a little bit better of a backstory on them too. So you guys have more time to really uh, just be prepared, I should say, um, because I feel like you just a one day's notice just isn't enough sometimes unless you've already tuned in so um, going on to other things in neon news uh, speaking of the flyer so today's episode of the vibe is about the history of video games so the reason why I chose this topic was not only a um, we have an esports team we have an online gaming organization so I think that it was something that I should have talked about maybe a while ago. Maybe we'll, in our part two will involve someone from our sponsored gamers um, who might come on and help us uh, figure out a little bit more. So uh, definitely stay tuned for next part two. Not really too sure when we're going to do that. But um, if you didn't notice, the rest of the month is pretty filled up and I'm super excited. So definitely go check out those people. Next in Neon News, last week we had on Social Pariah for our Neon Talk episode, and I had an absolute blast there. A hard rock band from Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, they had played in Poorhouse and a bunch of different venues all over Raleigh, and uh, they were just an absolute blast to have on. So thank you guys again. Um, everybody can eventually go check out that audio once I figure out how to convert it properly. <laughs> this is why we are converting to Twitch. Another reason why I want to talk about video games, Twitch and video games. I mean, just, it all goes hand in hand. So, um, I guess my last thing in Neon News before I get into the meat and potatoes of this Vibe episode is uh, just the regular, um, you know, if you want to be a brand ambassador or you want to get on Neon Talk, you want to be on our esports, you just want to learn a little bit more, Send us a message. We love to talk to you guys. We love your advice, your input, everything. And we do our best to always respond back as quick as possible. So definitely wanted to just put that out there. So to get into today's podcast. So um, about the history of video games. So I broke it up a little bit into kind of back in the day the original of where it all started and then also kind of breaking up the different types of video games that are out there nowadays um, and kind of how they've involved 
evolved from where we first started with, you know, Atari to now with VR and online gaming and just the ability to have such a, gosh, just such a freedom and uh, just an expansion of technology. It's just crazy in a short period of time compared to how long it took them to just create a computer. Um, you know, I think it's just, it's more inspirational than people give credit for. Video games aren't just some violent thing. Um, there, there's a lot of smart cookies that are working on that stuff. <laughs> so, um, you know, this topic, I'm not 100% strong on it. Um, you know, I'm just getting it out there right there. I do play video games. I used to play video games. Um, life's kind of mellowed me out a little bit from just playing as much as I used to. I was, um... A pretty avid PlayStation 2 player when it first came out. You know, the original, even PlayStation 1s, the old fat ones. Um, you know, the Nintendo 64s, uh, 360s, uh, uh, the Wii's, the uh, Game Boys, Nintendo's, DS's, um, you know, all that fun stuff. So I was definitely more of a, um, a retro gamer, I guess, now would be considered. I still have them. It's weird. Um, but, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm planted now. I've played a lot of also decent um, amount of PC games as well. Uh, in my time when I used to have a gaming desktop, uh, truly loved and missed those days. But still, while I was a nerd and played video games, I'm not, like, super nerdy on video games. So please give me the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to do my best. Um, so if you haven't really known in the video game world, it's about like a hundred billion dollar gaming industry now. And, and that's insane compared to where it all started. So the original, one of the first original in-home counts gaming consoles was called the Odyssey. Now the Odyssey was actually created from a blueprint called, uh, from a, a console called, <laughs> really funny, it's called the Brown Box. Um, it was created by this, uh, British professor, uh, A.S. Douglas. No, I'm sorry, wrong person. Um, <laughs> Ralph Bear. And uh, it was actually invent. It was a prototype, uh, the brown, the brown box that ended up turning into the Odyssey, which is the first in-home gaming console. Um, but I mean, I guess jumping back even before then, if you really wanted to go back in the gaming world, uh, tic tac toe and. Uh, what is it? Tic-tac-toe and... Oh, yeah. It was a, um, a, a doctoral dissertation for a British professor, um, the A.S. Douglas. So that's where I was just getting one of the things up. So just one fun side fact, by the way. Um, but the Odyssey, the gaming console of the Odyssey, actually inspired the Atari. And, you know, Pong. The original, one of the most well-known original first video game consoles and video games in general. Um, and, uh, you know, that honestly, that was back in 1967. So it really wasn't that long ago that our video game consoles first got into the house versus, you know, uh, Jack's, you know, fun stuff. <laughs> um so shortly after uh, the Atari, there um, the progression of the technology with video games like sped up 
very, very quickly. Um, I think one of the first computer-based video games was Space Wars. Um, and that really took everything off running to where it could be played on multiple different platforms and multiple different homes, um, just anywhere. Uh, so that was a pretty big uh, stamp, I think, in the gaming world. Um, which, quick little sidebar, if you didn't notice, I have this cute little game over light now over my corner and that changes colors. So, you know, just, just wanted to point that out if you didn't see that. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, so Atari. So after the whole Odyssey brown box thing, uh, Atari uh, re released the official Atari uh to 2600 in 1977. They originally tried to put out a different version of the Atari, but it was so closely copyrighted to the Odyssey that they actually got sued for quite a few million dollars. Um, so it's kind of sad that the Odyssey never actually went anywhere, or at least that company didn't. Um, but, you know, shit happens. So after uh, the Atari came out, there were some pretty big, I think, bullet points in the gaming world of just everything through the 1970s and 80s. Um, in 1978, Space Invaders was released uh, as an arcade game, obviously. And uh, 1979 was the launch of Activision, um, which is a third-party game developer. Um, still active to the vision this day. <laughs> okay, I'm moving on. Um, and uh, also in around, well, it's not, it's not dated in my notes, but around 1980, uh, Pac-Man came out. You know, everyone knows Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man, but that back then the original was just uh, Mr. Pac-Man. Um, and then we've got Nintendo's creation of Donkey Kong and Microsoft when they created the, uh, the first flight simulator, which can't forget that first flight simulator. I mean, it's almost just as good as the Oregon Trail. Got to go back to those days. Got to go back to the originals, those OGs. God, I remember that Oregon Trail. So many people died of tuberculosis and... <laughs> And I usually, I, I'd never judge the river, right? All of my oxen ended up dying. <laughs> um, but backtracking and speaking of Nintendo and Donkey Kong, which is actually one of my other favorite video games that I ever played on Nintendo 64 growing up. My grandma used to have it in the basement. I remember those days, Slurpees out of the pool. We used to run downstairs and either play that or we play like Soul Calibur. Um, but that was, you know, further on down the line. But uh, anyways... Yeah, Donkey Kong. So Nintendo, they, uh, Nintendo's obviously one of, uh, well, well, well known other than PlayStation and Xbox in the video game world. Um, and it is a Japanese company, as many of you know, it was created in 1889. And, um, it's obviously still around today. Thanks, notes. Um, let me, let me see where it gets important in these notes because I put a little too many in here that I needed. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So while Nintendo is famous for, you know, video games such as Legends of Zelda and Super Smash Bros. and just all the Mario world and God, everything that Nintendo has been involved in has been great and creative and just very well done. Um, 
they also had a lot of input when it came to creating the first handheld video game. Um, and while the in-home video games were absolutely amazing, that transition to yeah, 1889. Um, uh, yeah, uh, as a playing card manufacturer in 1889 is when um, Nintendo originally was created, by the way, Morgan. Thank you. Great question down there. Um, I didn't say they were creating video games in 1899, but they were originated then, um, founded. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, at least that's what my notes say. I can always fact check myself at the end as well. Didn't have enough time. I worked a 12 hour shift. So thanks guys. Love you. <laughs> so, um, Nintendo, yeah, it was involved in creating one of the first handheld video game systems, which is absolutely crazy. Um, Mind-blowing compared to, again, how big those freaking computers were. When they used to have a room that was as big as my bedroom, if not bigger than my bedroom, that was one computer compared to being able in such a short period of time creating something that's handheld that you can use and see something. I mean, it's the advancement of technology is just insane. It's still mind-blowing to me every day. Every day I see new stuff. But we'll get to that new stuff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they helped create the first Game Boy uh, bundle with Nintendo was with Tetris. And uh, that was in eight, nine, 1989. 8-bit um, uh, video games. Man, the good old days. Most... 2D side scrollers where you couldn't go anywhere but sideways and up. Um, and the Game Boy Color that are originally that are released in 1998 and the Nintendo DS released in 2004. Damn, it released in 2004. The 3DS came out in 2011. So that's kind of dating Nintendo there a little bit for you guys. Um, before color, yeah. Um, I remember uh, Game Boy Colors. <laughs> as soon as uh, my brother got the Game Boy Color, I immediately got all of the non-colored Game Boys, and he took that one. And then when they upgraded the Game Boy, not to the flip, um, but to the, the one that was flatter. I forgot what the name of those were. Then he just gave me all the older ones. I always got the downgraded versions because, you know, being the little child, you always... You always get the hand-me-downs, even in the video game world. But, you know, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> so uh, that kind of dates Nintendo a little bit. So online gaming, to kind of circle around to the original point of why I wanted to start talking about the history of video games, wasn't just to kind of inform you guys a little bit. I know there was a quick synopsis of just some mumble-jumble. But around the 1970s is when the online gaming started. And that, I think, is the most important. But to be able to appreciate online gaming, one must appreciate where the gaming came from to begin with. So that's kind of why I wanted to do this little backstory history lesson. But I will fact check me. And please fact check me. Um, so, online gaming. It started in the 1970s. And uh, it's uh, a lot of stuff I'm going to talk about that I'm not going to know 100% about. So I'm just, again, 
just putting that out there now. Um, so around, like I said, it's the 1970s after the 1980s. So you had the flight simulators done by uh, Microsoft and that's I kind of feel where we got our first foot in the door when it came to the PC world. Um, and there are many different types of video games that have been released on PC gaming um, and consoles now. But back in the back in the days when they originally started and it was all on PC, there was still as different many types of video games as there are now, such as MMORPGs, um, real-time strategy games, first-person shooters, uh, just all those fun stuff. Even uh, web-based games, uh, such as like LOL and uh, MapleStory. <laughs> Hell, even Neopets and Webkins. Remember those? Remember Webkins? Webkins, those were good times. But all of those different types of video games have been uh, integrated into PC gaming, console gaming, handheld gaming, mobile gaming. Um, and I think it's pretty, it's pretty crazy the different styles of video games and the different knowledge that one can give off within a video game. I feel like they're just not, they're taken for granted a little too much for the advancement of where they are now. Um, so to kind of wrap up a little bit and to leave off on a, a good note to go into for part two um, is going to be the portion of online gaming. Um, while Nintendo and Space Invaders and Pac-Man and all those games are still just as relevant and I play them all the time at a bar that we have <laughs> oh my god I just okay um, so sidebar Morgan in the comments uh, I do love Tamagotchi too those things were my shit um, yes yeah, so oh god I just almost died there so online gaming is where we're going to start off next time, guys. I might have a guest on here uh, to help me kind of follow through. We're going to talk, again, a little bit more about the history of online gaming. Start back off in the 1970s, 1980s. We're going to talk about all the testing phases, Tetris, you know, let's get back. Um, and then talk about kind of where we are now, where Neon Black is and why we have an esports organization and why we think that it's important to express and show this love to the gaming community because it is more than just staring at a computer and twiddling your thumbs. There is strategy and strategic things that go into, I wouldn't just say playing, but creating the video games that we have today and just the technology that it takes to play these video games. Look at VR. You're transported to a whole new reality by putting glasses over your eyes. I mean, there's technology out there nowadays that we know of but isn't actually released to the public because there's still so much testing phases going on because it is such a fast-growing just... It's amazing. <laughs> it really, really is when you think about it. Um, so thanks for joining me. 
again on this episode of Neon Talk. This ramble has been amazing. I don't think I messed up really half as much as I thought I was going to. So I'm going to give myself a pat on the back for that. Um, definitely going to give myself a little bit more time to do research for part two. Um, but in the meantime, you can, uh, first of all, be super excited for this weekend because we are dropping our summer collection on Friday and Saturday and Sunday too. Oh shit. And we might have a little surprise for you guys tomorrow for the 4th of July as well. So you might want to stay tuned for that. Um, and also before, well, in the meantime of next week, uh, you can go check out our interviewee for uh, Neon Talk. It is going to be Garate Apparel. I don't know if I pronounced that right. I hope I did. I know I always mess it up. And I've even modeled for this clothing company before. Um, this is a friend that I've met, modeled before. Um I don't want to say he's completely local because he also is international as well, but most of the company is based out of Raleigh, North Carolina. If you've seen them around, you can go follow him at G-R-I-A-R-T-E. Follow, check him out, do whatever your little heart desires. Um, but you can also make sure that you go give us a follow in the meantime at all of our platforms at Neon Black Clothing. You can go find me at Paige Hardy underscore or Paige Hardy Photography, whichever one you want. Still working on my business. So also bear with me, guys, just in life. It's all I ask. <laughs> Thanks for watching another episode of Neon Talk. It's been a blast. Happy hump day. Happy 4th of July. And I will see you guys next Wednesday. Bye.